Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas, watching a sinkhole swallow eight priceless sports cars, cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a new broadband network will deliver the Internet to 40 million people in Mexico. Making Sense of Apple's Recent Security Stumbles by Lily Hay Newman All software has flaws no matter how carefully you vet it. So the question isn't how to write perfect code, but how to respond to mistakes as you find them. And while Apple has earned a strong reputation for security, a string of significant vulnerabilities in macOS and iOS have strained Apple's safety net and led some security researchers and developers to question whether the issues are systemic. Take the release of Apple's macOS High Sierra operating system at the end of September. Within 10 days, the company had to fix two critical bugs. A third-party app could be used to steal credentials from the keychain, and the password hint for encrypted Apple file systems volumes revealed passwords in plain text. Then, at the end of November, security researchers publicly announced that anyone could get root access to a Mac running High Sierra simply by typing the word root. The bug was so glaring that Apple pushed a fix within a day, impressive speed for such a large company. Security is a top priority for every Apple product, and regrettably, we stumbled with the release of macOS, Apple said in a statement to Wired after the initial root bug incident, a rare admission from the company. We greatly regret this error, and we apologize to all Mac users, both for releasing with this vulnerability and for the concern it's caused. Our customers deserve better. We're auditing our development processes to help prevent this from happening again. But then, the fix had serious bugs of its own, not surprising given how little time the company had to test it. And that lapse joins a parade of similar software hiccups, not just in macOS, but across Apple's platforms. Throughout 2017 in general, the company was fixing numerous problematic bugs, including dozens in iOS 10 and a particularly jarring update in May that impacted all of the company's operating systems and services, fixing 66 unique vulnerabilities. 
Several of those vulnerabilities allowed for remote execution. A hacker wouldn't have needed physical access to the devices to compromise them. Shortly after iOS 11 came out in September, iPhones began to autocorrect the letter I to A. While not a security issue, it was highly visible and irritating to much of Apple's customer base. And as recently as last week, Apple released an iOS 11 fix for a remote HomeKit vulnerability that wasn't easy to exploit, but could have allowed a motivated attacker to compromise important smart home devices like door locks. Apple still offers better security than its competitive set by most metrics, but security researchers say that this uptick in vulnerabilities may point to deeper problems. In my opinion, Apple's desire to get all of its platforms, iOS, macOS, watchOS, and tvOS, on the same public relations, product management, and marketing-friendly annual release cycle is starting to take a toll, says Pepe Bruyen, a research and development engineer at Duo Security who focuses on Apple products. While I feel that Apple's overall platform security vision across all of its products is the best in the industry, bar none, the pace seems to be taking a toll on the quality assurance portion of the software development process. Several researchers pointed to that quality assurance testing process, speculating that it either lacks the manpower or the clear direction to make thorough enough assessments. Apple said itself that it's auditing our development processes, which could hint at a vetting and testing issue, but it could also speak to the other concern researchers have voiced of late, the pressure for Apple to release overhauled software every 12 months. Apple's had problems before, and they can't be blamed for that because everybody's going to run into a bug sooner or later, says Thomas Reed, the director of Mac and Mobile in the Threat Tracking and Analysis Group at Malwarebytes Labs. What's really been unusual in the last month or so is just the sheer number of bugs. Clearly, there's something going on there. It defies explanation as a coincidence at this point. And since so many of these are coming up in High Sierra and iOS 11, it makes you wonder if they rushed those releases for some reason and put them out too soon when they weren't really ready for public consumption. Some longtime Mac administrators are nostalgic for a release like Apple's OS X 10.6 Snow Leopard from 2009, a deliberate and contemplative iteration of Apple's splashy feature-packed Leopard release the previous year. Snow Leopard was such a good, stable release because Apple really spent a lot of time fixing bugs for it, Reed says. They really need to do the same thing again at this point, because every release lately has been so heavily weighted toward new features. I think they need to slow it down a little on the new features and concentrate in the next release on fixes. The highly visible vulnerabilities could also have a cascading effect on Apple's overall security. One reason its devices stay relatively safe? iPhone and Mac owners generally install updates in a timely fashion whereas Android devices, say, often get left behind. But too many mistakes, too often, could make people wary of adopting updates quickly, preferring to hang back while they wait for new software to have issues hammered out in the marketplace. I stopped using Apple's latest software some time ago. 
I always keep a couple of versions behind, and that works okay, says Marin Todorov, a longtime iOS developer. I hope alarms are going off at Apple headquarters because they seem to be losing the grip on their user experience and software quality. Though the situation right now troubles Apple-focused researchers and admins, the company's security posture and pipeline remains more robust than those of most large tech companies. And Apple's recent problems have also drawn more scrutiny, in part because researchers publicly disclosed the flaws instead of quietly reporting them to Apple and waiting for a fix. Turkish software developer Lemmy Orhan Erhin, one of the researchers who found the root bug, notified Apple with a tweet. Normally, there's concerning stuff addressed in most security updates, but now we're seeing people go public prior to fixes, causing a bit more panic, says Will Strafik, an iOS security researcher and the president of Pseudo Security Group. There are definitely not more bugs, though, just that people never paid attention to already addressed issues versus current ones. There's also a bit of a pile-on effect, so to speak, since people will remember the root bug for a while and associate it with further new issues as they arise. Even if the cause has more to do with bugs getting mainstream attention, the result could still be hesitance to update, which would damage Apple's overall security approach. Mac admins, almost fortunately, have been kind of slow on update adoption, but that's sending the wrong message because updating is so critical for security, Malwarebytes Read says. I've got to give Apple credit. They've responded to these things quickly, but I think that the big focus needs to be on the overall stability of the system itself rather than having to respond to these bugs. It's frustrating. If the next cycle of Apple releases doesn't contain as many basic mistakes, the problems with High Sierra and iOS 11 could recede as an understandable blip. For now, though, they look more like a pattern. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how this broadband network will change millions of lives in Mexico, right now. 40 million people in Mexico do not have access to the Internet. Our company, Altanredes, is building a network that will connect them to the world. Chubb wrote insurance policies that gave the Mexican government, our investors, and partners the confidence they needed to make this happen. They also cover our construction risk, damage to the network, and environmental exposure. For a project this complex, Chubb was the one. Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.